Want to talk about a new movie? Check. Want to talk about an older movie similar or related to that new movie? Check. That's what you can expect from Quality Check Podcast. It's a new podcast on the Studio DNA Network hosted by yours truly, Drew Douglas and Daniel Posey. Every other Tuesday, we'll talk about a new movie and an old movie to see how the film's quality holds up. Welcome, everybody, to episode 81 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm Phil Souza, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host. I let him out of his time cell long enough just to do this episode of the podcast. It's Grant Youngsma. How's it going, Grant? Thanks for letting me out, Phil. <laughs> it was really dark and kind of re- repetitive. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's kind of the same thing over and over again. And, you know, me, me kicking you in the junk over and over, I'm sure gets <laughs> it's pretty old. <laughs> Uh, and we have a great guest to help us chat about Loki today and maybe some big shot here in a few minutes. Um, all he wants to do is get on that jet ski and ride it until the end of time. It's Shane Kennard. Welcome, Shane. Well, thank you. I've only been on a jet ski once, so that, gonna, that sounds fun. Yeah. I was going to ask you, so <laughs> so there's, there's two types of things. There's like a jet ski, which is like your knees. I think you ride it on your knees. Right. And then there's like a wave runner, which is like... Your whole body's on it, and your feet are on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, which one did you do? Uh, jet ski. We had a oh. we, we had a um, a gentleman that was CFO um, that was parents of some of the some of the teenagers in one of the youth groups mm-hmm. I was in, and they had a um, a vacation home on a lake, and we went out as a youth trip to their vacation home and jet ski skied. It was fun. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I have not been on anything like that. Any honestly any kind of watercraft boat or yeah, otherwise. I'm not a water dog <laughs> in, a, in a long time it's been a long time but we uh we almost got in a boat uh, ship. I, I might tell that story later if we talk about our vacation but i almost got in a ship last week but that didn't even happen so but yeah the last time i rode anything it was a wave runner and if you get a powerful enough wave runner you can pull a, a water right. skier like yeah. it's crazy but like just this little one person craft i mean you can get two people on it i guess have you guys seen the memes of of um, Mobius and Loki on on the same sharing the same no, wave runner that I have not. You need to look it up after the show. It's really <laughs> funny. Um, but anyway, you, that little thing can like pull an actual water skier right. like behind the 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 wave runner. So it's pretty cool. Um, well, it's great to have you on the show, Shane. It's great to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. Eighty-one episodes, and we're finally having you on. I know, right? <laughs> we know you listen to the show, and and you've been a friend of ours for a long time. So uh, a little embarrassed to say that we finally got well, you. Well, well, it's 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 good to be here. It's, it's very good to be. <laughs> and here, hopefully, so. it won't be the last. We'll have you on. No. Uh, it, well, instead of yelling at you in my car, I get to yell at you in person. So <laughs> that's sounds right. good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is like one episode you don't have to listen to because exactly you're here for it. <laughs> Uh, if you're just joining us for this podcast, we're an unofficial Disney Plus podcast reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus, and there's a ton of new stuff to talk about today, a lot. Uh, it could be a little bit longer of an episode. <laughs> we, have, we have a lot to cover. Uh, but before we get into the reviews and all that stuff, we do, towards the end of the show, what, what else we've been watching and what's coming up on Disney Plus. Before we get into reviews, we want, want to do news of the week. Um, Grant, I, 
I have one news story that I found, but I wanted to start with you just because you know you're like a reporter on the scene. Um, <laughs> you you went to Disney World. I did recently. Caitlin and I on July third. Um, so we're recording on July seventh. So four days ago, Caitlin and I were at Magic Kingdom on Saturday, and we were at Hollywood Studios on Sunday. And we had a great time. Um, it's still kind of not quite the same because it's still like a capped off number for Disney World. Do you know what that num- what that percentage uh-huh. is? I would assume it's probably somewhere fifty to seventy five percent. Okay. Um, so it really wasn't like overcrowded, which was nice. It's back to back years. We went to Universal last year, and then this year where you don't feel like there's people all in your space. Um, you didn't have to wear masks at all. Oh, so, wow. So that was nice. Nice. Um, really, the only part that um, really where you felt like you were like in close quarters with people was with the fireworks show, which they had just started doing fireworks like on July 1st. Yeah. So that was pretty cool because um, – we were obviously there for the 4th of July as well. So it would have been kind of a bummer if we didn't get to see fireworks at all. But we did get to see fireworks. And then on Sunday, we went to Hollywood Studios. And we went to Galaxy's Edge, which is the new Star Wars. Well, new to us. It opened in 2019, I believe. Yeah. And we rode uh, Rise of the Resistance, which this, this ride... To just tell you how popular this ride is, they don't even have a wait line for it, but they have a virtual queue set up for it. So at 7 a.m., people have to get on, and it's basically like the lottery, and you're basically going on and trying to get a spot. But even if you get a spot, you're not guaranteed to ride the ride. (laughs) So we we got on at 7 a.m. and found out we were in group 75. So... um it told us that it would be a six hour wait once the park opened. So we were looking at like three o'clock. So we're like, okay, surely the park's open till eight. We should be able to ride it. So like just through the day, we're just checking our phone and the time keeps going down. And eventually we got on at two thirty, I think it was. And boy, the ride was amazing. I mean, um, without spoiling too much of it, but you go from like you get on like three different ships, oh, and wow. it literally feels like you're on set for the movie. Wow! So okay, so I've been to Universal before, both of the same ones yep. that you guys were at last year, and they have these rides that are like in front of a screen. Yeah, like it's a it's it's a hybrid ride. Mm-hmm. You're you're in you're strapped down to a thing that throws you around. Yeah, but you're also watching something on a screen and. And because everything's dark around you, it's almost like virtual reality yeah, where right. like you feel yeah. like you're actually going on that. Like, this this you are actually there. Like you're oh. actually walking around on uh, different ships. Wait, you mean So it's feet? a full of, it's, yes, it's a full feet. immersion. Yeah. Okay. So it's wow. literally an eighteen minute ride. So Holy that's cow. that's also why there's just a virtual yeah, queue right. for it. Oh my gosh! But, okay, I, mean, I didn't know that. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, I would still say that I like the Harry Potter world better, just because I like Harry Potter more than Star Wars. But I mean, there's people that have said that 
they're huge Star Wars fans, and it's the greatest ride they've ever ridden. I th- I think it would be for me. I, yeah, <laughs> I've been a lot, lifelong Star Wars <laughs> fan, mean, so it, it is. It's phenomenal, and I mean, it's eighteen minutes, and you probably walk about mm, ten minutes of the ride wow. or so. You're hmm. on your feet, and then you're in this car for probably about eight minutes of oh the ride my gosh that sounds so amazing it's phenomenal but all of a sudden i i just feel like my dad like <laughs> i just can't even imagine like when when we got a nintendo he was like i don't yeah. know what to do with this thing i don't, I don't know what to do with that <laughs> yeah and that's i mean a, that's an interactive interactivity to a ride that i've never heard yeah. of and um there's obviously well-known characters sure. i won't spoil that for people but there's well-known characters on the ride and it's phenomenal wow. and you literally i mean you definitely feel the sides of the resistance and the new order so so is it a kind of a ride combined with a haunted house not that not that eh, that itself I, is scary but that concept that you're walking through kind of and um it just really like puts you in that position and um the disney um there are people in there who are costumed um oh, wow. and they definitely play the part so wow it's very cool that's amazing and, I, so your star wars people are, are actors not yeah. not a screen correct yeah. wow that sounds that, that that sounds very unique it sounds like a kind of a hybrid of um so at Magic Kingdom they have like a Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. thing. Have you guys done that? Yeah. Where you like you it's a walkthrough and it's all yep. it's basically performance art yep. is what it is. But there's no writing in that ride. So yeah. there's that half and then there's like Tower is it called Tower of Terror? Mm-hmm. So like uh Tower of Terror, like of course you walk through that ride. Yeah. But this but this is actually you actually get into vehicles and move. Like yep. I I've never heard of anything like and, that. I mean, just even like going through like Galaxy's Edge. Um, you're ba- there's stormtroopers on the roof that are just watching you. Wow, walking back and forth, and in, you're talking about in the park, yeah, like just going to like the in, shop in or the, the restaurant. <laughs> they literally wow. have their blasters and everything. That's and, amazing. Um, even at one point, we were walking through the land. We weren't even on the ride, and we saw Ray and Chewbacca. Wow, just walking around. It was, and they have like you're blowing my mind. They have an X-wing. That they have parked out, they have the Millennium Falcon, and it's so cool. And like you walk into like the stores, and which I sent you a picture of that Sprite bottle. Yeah. And I mean, even they've turned Sprite into making you feel like you're in Star Wars world. Yeah, it's it's a drink. It looks like a drink. It looks like a Sprite bottle, but it doesn't say S P R I T E on it. It's like alien language oh. um it, <laughs> they, i mean their commitment to uh, think about that like sprite sprite has to yeah. coordinate Sign with off disney on it. Yeah, to, right, yeah. to make that like and, and like even like you go walking around the park and there's the alien language and then they have the english underneath it's really cool and then uh, yeah they have the blue drink of course yeah and so blue it, milk yep okay that's and awesome then they have green milk as well so yeah i if I'm going there, I'm probably going there for a couple of days because yeah. I, I, I could spend literally half the day just in Galaxy's Edge. But I mean, I, I literally, like Caitlin and I talked about this, you literally, if you do not get to ride Rise of the Resistance, which, I mean, 
there were people we talked to the day before at Magic Kingdom where we hadn't even been to Hollywood Studios yet. And we're like, well, we're going to try and get on. And there were people that we talked to that didn't get to ride it. Wow. So, wow. I mean, Holy I, I, w- I would say only like 50% of the people get to ride it. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see like if you weren't able to ride it, I could see <laughs> Hollywood Studios being kind of like a ripoff for you. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, this ride is... And I, I mean, when you download the app, it's not even technically a ride. It's under experience. Right. And so I would say that's the key word to this. It, yes, it, there is ride parts to it, but it's an all-around experience. That sounds amazing. Yeah, the only thing I'd really really heard about was just kind of the world. It's the, 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 air, the land or whatever, yeah. the area. And then the... the uh, um, boy, lightsaber making mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Did you guys they have that? T- did you guys take part in, part in that? No, we you didn't. didn't buy but, one. Um, there is a station where you can even make your own droid as well. Oh wow! Yeah, it's that's the kind. Of, again, the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna spend the whole day there. Like, <laughs> yeah. So Disney's definitely making their money. Yeah, I would, I would almost certainly give them hundreds of my dollars if I ended up going there. Yeah, I was just imagining with my four boys that <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't be the park yeah. tickets that we walked out with. <laughs> yeah, because sure. I mean, you go, everyone's got to have a droid. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that would be better than a lightsaber because I mean, you know, four boys with lightsabers is a bad. Because <laughs> I mean, you go to Harry Potter World and. Obviously, a wand is smaller than a lightsaber, but yeah. Universal's charging like 50 to 60 bucks. Yeah. And then you go to Star Wars World, and they're charging like 130 Yeah, I heard, it, oh my goodness. So, I heard it was over 100 So, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm totally in. I'm, I'm a sucker for that, so I, I totally <laughs> would have uh, partook of that. But. but if you're a Star Wars fan and have always been a Star Wars fan, you probably need to go to galaxy's edge and they have one here or that here they have one at hollywood studios in orlando and then they have at disneyland as well yeah so you can either go to california or florida i think we're probably going to disneyland but i mean i sad to say i told you this actually last week but like it's going to be years it'll be probably be at a minimum it'll be six years from now before we before we go so we just mean like we have a five month old so like like we're going to definitely wait until yeah both and of them are I old mean, enough. I'm yeah. sure there will be new stuff by then too. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome, dude. I like. So, I, I guess I should have said this at the top of the show, but we did not record an episode. Obviously, if you're listening to this and was like, "Hey, what happened? What happened to that episode?" We were we went down to the beach together and um, with a whole bunch of friends. There was 13 of us down there, and I just could not find the time to watch the show. Like, with juggling two kids at the beach is like a full time job, and we had a blast. It was very relaxing the whole time. But I didn't even get to watch episode four of Loki until yesterday, as we're recording this, July whatever it was, fifth, sixth. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway. But so we're we're gonna make it up to you. We're actually recording two episodes this week. We're gonna record with Shane today, and then record with uh, Rick Ives, um, our old friend, uh, to come back and help us talk about Black Widow this weekend. So, yeah, we're catching up on that. But I'm so glad to hear that you guys had a great time yeah. in Orlando. Amazing, so, for that's sure. Um, Shane, I I know like we're in the news of the week segment, but there isn't a whole lot of news to talk about. So I wanted to talk about this, and instead of relegating this towards the end of the show, like with during like what else have you been watching? Um, tell us about Big Shot. You, so you wrote into the show essentially. Yes. You texted me <laughs> a, a few weeks ago, and I, I read your kind of short review of, of Big Shot. You've since finished the show. Yes. And 
so Grant and I've never even seen a single episode, right? You, you still haven't watched any of it? Nope. Okay, so Nothing. like without spoilers, obviously, because we might right. actually be interested in watching it. Kind of, I mean, have several minutes here and just kind of talk about it. So uh, essentially, if if uh, those of you out there that know who Rick Pitino is, um, college coach, uh, famous, won a lot, <clears throat> has gotten into trouble a couple of times. Imagine him <laughs> coaching a high school preparatory girls basketball team okay and the reason why his his he's there is the star of the team fronted his salary uh, the dad the dad oh of the, like uh, the, yeah the, paid for him to come yeah right okay yeah so you've got that conflict to start with and then uh they do a great job of every time there's a dilemma you go i see their side i see their side oh yeah. you see you see both sides of the dilemma and if you take uh, if you take game changers, uh, the, diff- the the difference is is that everybody was underdogs in, in game changers, or even go back to to Mighty Ducks. Everybody yeah. were, were were underdogs, and uh, Bompey didn't have a name. He was just a just a lawyer forced to forced to do this. So you take um, you you take that underdog concept, but you take this um, win at all costs coach and put them into that underdog scenario and they're girls yeah (laughs) (laughs) so so uh so that's the premise of the show and um they they actually go to a lot of a lot of great places one of the one of the things i texted in was was the laughing about the 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 lack of conflict with uh high school musical (laughs) there's plenty of conflict with uh with with this one plenty of interesting uh uh interesting things to that that end up playing out so um so my wife uh nicole who isn't a sports fan really enjoyed it she enjoyed game changers too but she enjoyed this from the different perspective of seeing how a coach can come in and both be changed but also change these girls uh for the better and he has a daughter which actually makes an interesting um interesting play in things because he begins to warm up to these girls but he doesn't know how to even interact with his own daughter oh interesting okay. yeah yeah that so, sounds pretty good so yeah it's it's actually a pretty interesting show 10 10 shows it's it's that 40 to 45 minute minute length and actually many of them kind of leave you almost misty-eyed wow during during it so um so it's 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 a pretty it was it was one that was like oh really like and the boys threw it on uh, one day and uh, watched episode one, and I actually thought it was a movie at first. And oh, this is already over. No, this is only episode one. So we ended up binging the rest of them, uh, rest of them this weekend. Uh, okay. Without the boys, the boys were with my parents, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had some had some had some time to actually get caught up and stuff. So there so we watched go. it. So obviously, a lot of people are coming to the show because of John Stamos. Yes, um, is the rest of the cast? I'm assuming they're they're new to the scene. So um, <laughs> because of Nicole, uh, I know that the main female lead alongside of him, who's his assistant coach, was on um, was on Glee. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And then um, some of the some of the other ancillary cast have been on other things that we've watched. We looked them up, but. Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't them, remember. Like Disney vets, like have they been on other Disney I don't think, shows? Maybe? I don't think so. We've seen okay. them on on other 
Really? On other shows like ABC, okay. uh, th- things like that. I think okay. one of one of the uh, one of the other teachers used to be on Castle. Um, okay. On ABC, I love Castle. And then the principal, uh, the female principal, which her, well, both Stamos and the assistant coach, and, and Stamos and the principal, they're back and forth uh, with each other, um, were, was, was excellent, uh, was, was great. Um, and she was on something too, that was, that was show oriented, but I forget what she was, what, what she was on. Yeah. Um, how about the, the balance kids, but the kids were all, um, I didn't recognize, we didn't recognize any of the kids. Yeah. Um, some standout actors, actresses, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not much of the the critic type, yeah. but they weren't off putting to the point where like, yeah, oh my goodness, this is <laughs> this is awful. They did keep the they did keep the core kid cast to pretty much the five starters and and his daughter and a a, a brother of one of the starters as well. So they did kind of keep that tight. That could have been both script and COVID the the time that they would sure. have had to have been uh, filming that, but um, but they did kind of keep that tight, which probably helped the the kid casting or the the teenage casting, yeah, um, or early twenty something casting, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> almost certainly. That high School Musical is uh, definitely a lot of old guys uh, playing. It doesn't playing seem, teenagers. yeah, it doesn't seem quite as. <laughs> Um, forty-five-year-old, yeah, right. <laughs> They don't, <laughs> they don't seem quite as uh, mature. Um, um, I remember what about uh, going way back <laughs> in, in time when I was in elementary school. My mom's seeing a high school movie, right, and uh, something that was set in a high school. She's going, "If those are what the kids were, I don't want my kid to go to high school." <laughs> like they're huge. <laughs> oh, come to find out, they're probably twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> Um, how's the balance of basketball versus like the other drama stuff? Like was like the percentage of of watching a sport being played out. Yeah, yeah. I actually felt like it was good. It probably thinking back, it probably wasn't as much basketball time. Uh, the drama wasn't necessarily all around the what was on the on the court. Mm. Um, uh, some of the basketball in in particular games. Uh, some of that was like uh, probably a lot of it centered around actually practice um, okay. and the lessons um, around practice that he was uh, that he was getting through to them and them to him. Yeah, as well. It sounds like if you're a fan of Mighty Ducks, it. it I mean, it's a different sport, it ta- obviously. But yeah, it, and it takes a different spin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Actually, um, yeah. I might I might have to check that out. Yeah, it's a real it's a real fun show, and uh, I would I would recommend it. Yeah, now that it's all all the episodes are out, I mean, yep. you can just fly right through it. So, yeah. um, cool. Yeah, I'm glad we had someone on the show that's <laughs> actually seen it because yeah. we we keep talking about it. We talk about new episodes when they come out, and then like none of us have actually watched it. So, yeah, cool. Um, as far as news of the week, I, the only thing I wanted to kind of talk about, because there hasn't, the last few weeks, few weeks in a row, I've not really been very plentiful, but I, I feel like they, they dumped a lot of information on us about a month ago and they're right. kind of quiet now. But the, the big thing I think that's happened on Disney plus recently, and you don't have to read the news to, no, to notice this, but they're starting to do Wednesday releases now. And that actually came out as like a press release, I think several weeks ago now, and we're just now talking about it, but they like on purpose are for what for what I read, here's my understanding of it, and we'll see if it changes. New shows, so like not 
you know, it was on Disney Channel and they're bringing it to Disney Plus, but like actually like straight to Disney Plus, Disney Plus original content. They're going to, for the most part, release those on Wednesdays now. And like originally, I think Grant and I kind of thought like, oh, it's just it's just Loki. Loki like, yeah. They're doing Loki on Wednesdays. Right. The but, God of Mischief has to be a, on a different timetable <laughs> exactly. as everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, the, from what I read, it's everything. Like Star Wars coming up is going to be Wednesdays. Um, future Marvel stuff will be on Wednesdays. Monsters at Work, the new, we'll talk about it later in the show yep. today, but the new Monsters, Inc. Uh, TV show, it's a it's an episodic show. Wednesdays so I think for the most part that other than movies like if they do like a a new Disney Plus right. original movie that's still going to come out on Fridays but if it's if it's an episodic show they're doing those on Wednesdays and for one I I think D- Disney's kind of being a little cagey as for, for why, why they're doing that but the one thing I read was that for two reasons a is possibly because they think like the the viewership is better on a Wednesday night like that goes back to you know Nielsen ratings and stuff that I'm not familiar with, but like, like historically, uh, since Shane and I grew up with TGIF. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fridays is not the, typically the, the night to release right. new content for yeah. shows. And well, actually, uh, from what I thought I've, I've heard in the past is that Fridays became the place where shows went to die. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like the blacklist. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if your show gets moved to Fridays, that's probably its last season. And so Disney knows this. I think that's probably part of it. Honestly, and they they haven't talked about this, but I I see a, a lot of news outlets kind of, you know, ruminating about this. I I would not be shocked at all if they're just trying to get some bandwidth off of Fridays. Like yeah. releasing 12 new things all on Friday seems like a bad idea for your servers and yeah. just like keeping up with <laughs> that. I mean, Disney Plus is you know we've covered it on the show have cr- has crashed on Fridays right. so like i think i think they're just trying to separate the movie watching the movie watchers from the tv watchers and just get them off you know off of each other as far as like you know sharing space in the uh, internet world so but um so there's not a lot of discussion on that news story i just want to mention it that if you're looking for you know the next show whatever chances are it's going to be on wednesdays it's, it's not gonna be a friday release so i don't think that will affect our schedule like well i mean grant and i've never stuck to a set schedule anyways <laughs> uh, if you've been listening to the show you know that but i mean typically we try to record on like saturdays or sundays and so if there's a, like for example there's a new loki episode coming out a week from today as we're recording this and what we probably won't cover it for you know, three or four days after it, after it releases. So, uh, I, hopefully that, you know, gives people more time to watch it. And, um, you know, today we're <laughs> recording the same day episode five came out, but I think going forward, we'll all, always be recording like several days after yeah. the, the Wednesday stuff. So, yeah. Um, and for Disney, like, um, some of these other things too, like Pixar releasing straight to Disney plus versus the subscription premium, everything gets to be an experiment for them now. Yeah. Yeah, they get sure. to try everything out with their own streaming service to see what works, what doesn't, what's 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 rated high, what's rated low, what in and so everything's an experiment. Yeah, so they can do this for a while and go, well, eh, doesn't work. Yeah, that you, you have to figure like the executives at Disney Disney Plus that division are just like on cloud nine right now. They, oh, they yeah. can do whatever they want, release whatever they want. The episodes can be whatever length they want. Like it's yeah. it's total freedom for them. Yeah. So and the amount of data that they get oh it's is just I insane. mean it, it, yeah it's people like content uh, creators over the years would salivate to have yeah. anything close to what they've yeah. had so well yeah. would you say Loki first episode wasn't it Loki's uh, the first yeah. episode almost a million yeah, yeah it was like nine hundred thousand yeah. yeah 
Yeah, and they have that they have that data at their fingertips. Like they don't have to go searching for Instant. it. Yeah, it's just yeah, that's I can't imagine yeah. how happy they are with how the service is doing. They're they're still over um was it a hundred million? Yeah, over they're like a hundred and ten million is what they're, I saw. They're now. swimming around in Scrooge McDuck's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gold vault. <laughs> so so yeah, so yeah. Wednesdays for shows, Fridays for movies. I personally like that just because I stay pretty busy, and watching everything on the same day is like murder for me. Like <laughs> be, being able to watch the the show stuff on Wednesday, have a couple days to watch that, maybe Wednesday into Thursday, and then more stuff coming out on Friday a couple days later. That's that's great for my schedule. So I'm totally happy with that. All right. Uh, speaking of Wednesday releases, we'll get into some Loki now. We are going to do episode four first, and then episode five separately second. So um, I have these these guys have promised me we're not going to get into fi- <laughs> to episode five stuff. So if you are listening to this and you're going to watch Loki episode five like later today or something like that, just know we are not going to get into episode five until we get there. So we'll we'll talk all about four. If you've been dying to hear people talk about. Uh, that incredible episode four. We're going to get into that now. We will make sure you know when we're <laughs> jumping into five. There will be a clear delineation. Get out now, type of mo- uh, moment uh, to you know. A Fifteen free minute to pause. break. Yeah, exactly. There'll for be a, you go to the restroom. Yeah, there will be fifteen minutes of silence on the episode. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so um, okay, so let's let's get into episode four. Uh, this is very fresh in my mind. I, I didn't get to watch it until yesterday. So. Um, we were on, uh, this trip, like I said, yeah. down at the beach and, uh, Grant got to see it. Uh, Jack got to see it. I think Miller probably watched it. I've watched it. it twice. Okay. You've seen it twice now. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. seen it twice. And Shane, uh, saw it. I'm presumably on the day it came out or the next day. I think so. Yeah. And then texted me. Yeah. He's like, have you seen episode four? And I said, no, no. <laughs> stop talking to me. So, uh, these guys have been sitting with it for a while, but, um, Man, who wants to, who wants to go first? I I'll I'll let you when when you guys kick it go off. Go ahead, Shane. All right, I'll go. I'll go first. I think it was the best episode. I think uh, Phil and I even talked about maybe out of the three Marvel uh, uh, shows and all the episodes, this is probably the best, um, uh, most dense episode that they have released. Yeah, of uh, any th- show. There seemed like yeah. there was something around every corner to 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 hang your hat on yeah yeah after jack saw it he he said uh did you because he watched it i think just by himself or maybe with miller and then like the next morning he's like so did you watch it last night i was like no i haven't <laughs> and he's and he just looked at me he's like dude Come on, man <laughs> <laughs> dude like you have no idea what you're about to see so i i knew something big had happened and right. that wasn't a spoiler for me but um yeah when once i watched it, i was just like okay yeah i, I understand why everyone was geeking out so um Grant, what do you? What was your reaction when you watched it? Well, I would definitely say that this one for sure is probably my favorite in the Loki, and it definitely beats Episode Five for me. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's definitely my favorite Loki episode. Um, the only episode that I really can think of that really draws close is Episode. Oh, let's see. It's the episode where you find out um, in WandaVision who the main bad guy yeah. is. Yeah. I won't spoil it if people haven't <laughs> seen it. Yeah. I mean. Um, I think that's a good comparison. Yeah. And um, I I would assume that there's probably one in Falcon where Soldier somewhere in the middle that I enjoyed. Um, but, I mean, this episode was just like, wow. Um, we were on vacation when I – 
saw it and literally I was laying in bed and Caitlin was still sleeping and I'm just sitting there with uh, my headphones and I'm just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> left and right, things are happening. And I'm like, this is phenomenal. And I mean, some of the stuff like we had talked about on the show that we thought were going to happen, which they did. Yeah. But then there were some things that I definitely did not see coming. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I mean, from the very beginning, you know, just getting into Sylvie's backgrounds, you know, seeing her as a child and getting pulled out of her world into the TVA and to learning about, you know, C20 and like, you know, she's been, you know, she died or whatever yeah. because of, you know, overexposure. And then, but then like all the, unraveling I, the unraveling of the TVA is happening faster in the series than I was expecting. I, I really thought we'd see that more towards like the beginning, middle of five, but we got it in four where like, you know, she's, you know, um, they're already like, you know, telegraphing like, Hey, the TVA has been lying to you right. and you need to wake up and all this kind of stuff. And then like, I, I don't know, just all the, um, that, like how like individual characters are waking up, but other ones are still in the dark and how there's like espionage and, and backstabbing going on even within their organization. Yeah. And then of course that incredible ending. I just, I was just like, how much, how much information, how much new data are they going to throw at us in a 40 right. minute time span? Like yeah. it, it felt to me like two episodes worth of content crammed and like you said, just high, like highly mm. crammed in. But yet they pulled it off. Like, in a good yeah. way. It wasn't yeah. like, mm -hmm. oh, wow. It didn't, yeah. Back it, off. Exactly. Um, you know, you guys mentioned, I don't know when it was, that you wonder if you're watching Wizard of Oz. Yeah, so that was my theory. And when, yeah. we, when we got to the end of the episode, yeah. I was like, I was right. There is no timekeeper. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you know, other th other things happen. And I was just like, okay, well, let me walk that back a little bit. But yeah, I when I oh. when when she at the end when she throws that dagger, whatever it is, and the head falls off, and it's you know just yeah. android. I was just like, I was right. It was it's yeah. Wizard of Oz. There is no timekeeper. Yeah. And then other stuff unfolds, which we won't get to yet. But like, I mean, I was just like, this is amazing. Like yeah. that all the theories that people have had. There's you know, we talked about this with WandaVision about how like people I think over theoried a little mm -hmm. bit and yeah. it, it brought down expectations were so high that they could never meet those at the end of that show. Yeah. Whereas this one is like I feel like we've been fairly safe with our predictions and mm -hmm. I threw out Wizard of Oz it like in a like just a oh, I wonder if this is happening and I didn't think it would actually yeah. be real. And then when, you know, essentially kind of that happened, I was just like, This is insane. Yeah. Right. And I mean when Caitlin and I even talked about um, that whole scene at the end, it's very like Last Jedi esque as well. Oh yeah, where you're kind of just like, we're finally getting to see Snook. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is amazing. We're finally getting to this point, and it's over. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's kind of how this was. And I mean, I'm sure there's still like some explaining to do in episode six but um it's just kind of one of those things where it was over like that i we can't get into episode five yeah we'll get there in a second <laughs> but like but but i i will say at the end of episode four i was i was just like thank god episode five is coming out tomorrow <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I, if i had to wait seven full days to see what happens next um i, I would have lost my mind um so you guys had to actually 
Yeah. Sit, sit and wait that long. But, but well, the good news about me is I have a bad memory. We we sat down to watch it tonight, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this oh, did yeah. happen in the end." So um, you know, <clears throat> movies are always new to me. But um, I I wrote down the uh, with the first episode, um, uh, TVA is a mirage. Yeah, like th- things were too perfect. perfect in in tune on the nose. Like this whole thing has got to be a mirage uh, in. Uh, exactly what you're talking about with the with with the wizard of oz thing like there is something behind the curtain yeah yeah and they actually throw out that line i think it's in episode four they, they, well, yeah, i think so i think it, it could be yeah. five but that's yeah. not a spoiler if, if yeah. you haven't seen five but yeah they actually do actually make mention of that phrase of like oh the man behind the curtain or whatever so um yeah i mean it's I mean, I can say this. If you haven't watched five, this is not a spoiler. They still don't know. Like, I, like even right. if we've seen four and five and we still don't know like what's really going on here. So they're going to save that for the final episode, of course. But um, yeah, it, at the end of four, I was just like, dude, this is so much more insane. Yeah. than they. I even thought that they were going to be. So um, yeah, they, they showed it at the very beginning of the episode, at the beginning of episode four, the they call her Ravana. I think it's Ravana Renslayer. Yep. It's like this yeah. director, man, judge. Judge. I think they call yeah. her judge. She comes in and like actually goes, I mean, they waste no time. Seconds into that episode, she's already standing in front and you see them. You see the time, yeah. the timekeepers right on their thrones or whatever. And I was like, okay, I maybe I was wrong. Maybe there are timekeepers <laughs> or whatever. And then in the span of one episode, by the end of that same episode, we already know it's just fake. Yeah. You know? So the droids, <clears throat> uh, it, it's, it's, of course, Loki, the god of mischief, and you never know if, he, if he's lying, if he's behind you, <laughs> with um, with a hand or with a dagger in his hand or anything. But <laughs> they doubled down, tripled down, quadrupled down on that whole "what is truth?" Yeah, like for they sure. they go yeah. from they go from that predestination concept to uh, what is truth, and this episode really. Um, shifts that theme hard into that who's lying to us yeah. who is right who lies in his right who's right in his li- yeah. <laughs> and is a liar and um, they they go full bore into that uh, theme in this episode yeah I'm glad you brought that up I, I wrote down in my notes that that it, the irony of the show is that Loki is the biggest truth teller in the show right like everyone mm-hmm. else is lying to themselves they you know they've been taught the wrong thing and they believe it but like loki is for once in his life is trying to tell the truth about something (laughs) and nobody believes him right because it's coming from that source but that doesn't always tell the truth either yeah exactly because i even asked nicole about when he was telling um uh, mobius about oh she visited me in, in 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 um and we hatched this plan i hatched this plan with her i'm like is he lying about that? <laughs> I think he's lying about that. But yeah. then he turns around and tells the truth. Well, once Mobius threatens to send him back in his time loop. Yeah. <laughs> I love the time cell uh, sequence is so funny to me. Oh, yeah. I was di- I was dying. It was so hilarious. So imagine watching that with four boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then they started kicking the knee yeah, each right, other. Yeah, right. <laughs> But yeah, to watching uh, Lady Sif like just come in like again and again and just beat the crap out of him, it was so satisfying to watch. Like it, it wasn't quite as satisfying as like the uh, 
puny god <laughs> moment but <laughs> but it's similar like where you're basically just seeing him getting his just desserts over and over and over right. again it's like that that's so I, th- I thought when she came in i thought oh like this is going to be like everyone that's he's ever wronged in his oh, life is right. going to come in yeah. one at a time right and, but it was this, it this was is just, your life sort yeah. Of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah painful edition uh, yeah. Right. but but yeah it's just her coming over and over again but um but like this uh you know it's not really actually her standing there but she's like even like the the copy of, of this person, yeah. whatever is still responding the way she would. Like it was very fascinating right. to watch him like try to reason with her. And then like she stops in her tracks right. and actually has a conversation with him and then still kicks him in the yeah. <laughs> Like, <laughs> And even with her, he's getting, trying to get her to trust him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's a, it's a time loop. So like he has to convince her every time, right. every time she comes out. So yeah, I thought that was a really cool sequence. Um, then we get the interrogation uh, scene where, dude, I, I think one of the most fascinating things that they've done with this show, and something I don't know that anyone was going to predict, is the romantic element to the show. Like, it's so, it's a weird one. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a, rom- don't think too much about it, <laughs> which Mobius does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the romance. The 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 way the romance plays out in this show, you will not ever see in any other show for the rest of your life. Like this is a once in a moment snapshot in time where we're seeing someone essentially fall in love with himself. Um, And but think about the narcissistic nature of Loki and how perfect that is for his character. Like he literally he's so in love with him that he couldn't fall in love with anyone except Except for him. Like Sylvie is him. They have the same personality a lot of the same backgrounds, you know, they have slightly different powers and slightly different upbringings, but they're basically the same person. And so the fact that he's so enamored with her, I love it. Like it's, it is absolutely perfect for his character. Um, I'm just really enjoying watching that, that play out. And we get more of an episode five. We'll get to that here in a second, but um, just watching like the Nexus event that takes place on Lamentis and how it spikes. Like they're watching the, radar the thing graph, yeah. yeah and like it just spikes up because they're look they're they're scanning they're trying to find these guys and they're like well we let, you know let's see if we can find someone stepping on a leaf or whatever right. and then they're like okay that's a big leaf and <laughs> they jump in and that's how they fa- find him is because loki falling in love with loki essentially is what throws off this reality big time like it, right. the whole sacred timeline freaks out yeah so um yeah, I, I love watching the two of them together. I don't know what, what's going to end up happening after the show is over. Like, who lives and who dies, for one. But, like, if Loki and Sylvie are still alive, I would love to see the two of them in a movie or... Yeah, that would be interesting how they play that out. She's phenomenal. Yeah, she is good. I, I really like her as an actress a lot. So, um, then we get to... Um, that Mobius, uh, Mobius is starting to kind of suspect something's going on, and so he meets with the the director, uh, judge, judge, or whatever. Yeah. Um, when they meet, and up it seems and, like they've got something going on. Yeah, what do you think? Too. What do you think their background? Like she, they in an earlier episode it was in like the previously on on this on this episode where she said like you're my favorite or something. Yeah, like right. That. But like they. Like he has two drinks. He's just like, well, I'm out. And she's like, after only two drinks, like they've had drinks together. Yeah. Like they trust each other, but not so much in this scene. Like they're, they're clearly like they're playing a, a game of chess. That's not on the surface, you know, like right. the way that they're talking to each other and trying to foil each other. Let me ask you this guys. And, and I know this might be kind of hard to talk about if we're not getting into five, but um, 
you know, in a vague way, I guess you can kind of reference five a little bit, but like, what is her, what do you think, what is she after? Like, I, I find myself a little, and I think the, the writers of the show want me to be confused, but like, I'm, I find myself a little confused as to what her goal is. Cause he, he wants to know the truth. Like his, yeah. his, his goal is to say, I, I want to know what's really going on here. Like, am I a variant that got pulled out and my mind was wiped? Are the timekeepers real? Is all this, you know, just a game that everyone's playing? He wants to know. I'm not sure. I think she wants to know, but I don't know. Like, I, her, she's been really cagey about what she thinks. I think she knows. She knows everything. Yeah. Is she, she the, is she the timekeeper? I like, was going to say she could be. She could be the person behind the curtain. Yeah. Because if, because this is obviously a character that's been in the comics. Yeah. And so obviously she's saying the stage for the new almost Thanos type villain. Um, and so I definitely think there's no mind control or whatever TVA. Um, and for all we know, she could be the one that's behind it. But I definitely think it's almost kind of like the scenario in WandaVision where there's the character that knows that everything that's going on. Yeah. And I think that's what we have here. Yeah. I don't know if they're one and the same or not. Um, we still don't know after episode five, but there's there's a scene in episode five, which we'll talk about later, that where she's like looking up information and it, I don't know why she would do that if she knew everything. So like, I, I'm just, I'm very confused by what her agenda is. Like she, the only thing I can think of in, you know, I think everybody wants the TVA to burn, including her. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I just for different reasons. I I think I'm going to throw out a a different theory. That's going to be in stark opposite contrast to what you just said. (laughs) So I, I think that's a viable theory. I, she sometimes comes off to me as someone who is trying to protect the TVA at all costs. Like, like I, I need to, anyone that is even starting to figure out what's going on, right. like B15 is that um, African-American lady that's, right. that mm-hmm. is, you know, um, I think that's an episode five. I can't say that yet, but uh, like that she interacts with and like they're starting to figure this out and she's trying to like curb, like shut them all down, purge them basically. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. she's, she's trying to do to them yeah. what they've been doing to other people right. like on earth. So, but yeah. she did. She at least started as a desk jockey, like uh, Mobius yeah. did. And so, and brought you in know, Sylvie as a kid. Like, right. So how, how much does she, does she know behind the curtain as simply a desk jockey? Now this judge. So is she just still a minion? Right. Um, anywhere, anywhere from just trying to protect to being, I can't see her being the number one big bad, but like the right hand person to the big bad, trying to keep the whole thing afloat to the whole mirage afloat. Yeah. Yeah. It's the brilliance of the, of the writing of the show is you don't really, until it's like in your face, you're always questioning like what, what is what does this person even want and what are they trying to do? Like, I, I just, I'm really intrigued by her character and, and obviously it's all going to unravel in episode six, but um, yeah, I just, I, I really enjoyed the scenes between the tension between Mobius. who's just trying to get to the bottom of it. Right. Like he just wants to know what's going on right. and her, you know, obviously not trusting him because of his wanting to do that. 
I, I don't know. I, I almost wonder if like she just sees the potential of her of her whole world, her safe world, just coming, you know, unraveling like a ball yarn right in front of her eyes, and she doesn't want to see all that go away or something. I don't know. But I think part of her is uh, is, her, is part of her is curious as well, where she's like, "Is he right? Like, am I being fooled?" You know. So right. Um, anyway, I what's really neat about Sylvie's powers is that she's basically been unlocking these memories, right. which that we learned that in episode four that she it's not just that she takes care of, or she um, enchants C20, I think it's C20, uh, that girl. The yeah. first one, yeah. Yeah, and like has- And then B15, yeah. And, yeah. and then B15 as well. Like she's touching these people and enchanting them to get, extract information out of them. But like a byproduct of that, a side effect of it is that they unlock those memories yeah. and like they're unlocked now. Like everything that was wiped you know, from them when they first joined the TVA right. has now been un- yeah, unleashed. Yeah, she's not changing anything. She's yeah. just, I mean, it's their memories that are just coming back to them. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I'm, I, the, the episodes are blending together, so I, I might be saying something from episode five. But this is not a big spoiler if it is, but there's one mo- moment where B-15 um, announces, she's like, I was happy. Like it's episode yeah, four. Yeah, that was in the and rain. Okay. Yeah, the when they went back four. to the Mississippi okay. or Alabama catastrophe. Yeah, in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, uh, sorry, and we also saw yeah. the other girls' video when when Mobius switched the telepad or whatever they tempad. call it. T- tempad. Um, uh, when he switched that with the judge, we also saw her um, video testimony and the judge shutting her testimony down as well yeah okay so let's let's get to the the final scene because there's i that's the only i didn't watch the episode twice the entire episode but i did watch that last five minutes twice <laughs> right, right. because there's so much stuff right. that happens all in a five minute time span so all in five minutes we see uh you know a bunch of fight 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 we see about all the almost every character that you've seen in the show show up except for i guess mobius isn't there no he is there um everyone's, everyone's <laughs> for a bet there. he's there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um you you watch you know the timekeepers thing unravel right before their eyes you think everything's safe and then loki gets what do they call it um pruned pruned, pruned. Yeah. right be- right before your eyes and you're like did they just kill off Loki like right. in the fourth episode of a show called Loki? Like, <laughs> I, I was like, that's crazy that they just that killed him and off. Owen Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah, Owen. You bring dead. Owen Wilson in only to kill him <laughs> off in episode four. And then that you know the episode, episode five is now called Sylvie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, and then the episode ends with you know with Sylvie saying, "Tell me everything you know," and I was just like, "Oh my!" Like I. You know, and then there's a post-credit scene. You know, which hopefully you've seen at least seen that if you have not seen episode five. But in the post-credit scene, you realize he's not dead. Like he's in some place you, have no, up. you yeah. have no idea where he is. But and then you and then it rolls the credits. But like that sequence over like a maybe it might be four right. minutes. Like I was just like I, I I can't believe how many things they just revealed to us. So that like everyone's that, that's been pruned and like right. disappeared. Like actually doesn't truly die. And like it was amazing. So um. Yeah, what a great episode! I I was just blown away by like how much information they stuffed into that thing. Um, it was great. So it wasn't like as funny of an episode as what we'd seen before. Is that the show's getting serious? But I love I love that. Like I love yeah. that it started kind of like silly and like poking fun at Loki and stuff like that. And now it's like, this is getting real and we got to figure this out. Right. But the banter, especially between Mobius, um, Owen Wilson and Loki, um, 
is still just as intriguing. It's just taken the more serious tone versus the bantering back and forth to to make to make funny of each other. Yeah. Um, I we'll get to more Mobius here in a second, but uh, Mobius is I mean it's obviously Owen Wilson. Everyone loves him, but he is quickly becoming one of my favorite characters in the show. I I, I can't believe how how good his character is. Yes. Like he he is so nuanced and doesn't want to trust Loki, but feels like he has to. Right. And th- we'll we'll get to him. Let's let's jump into episode five because I I think that's gonna we're I think pretty much done with four. Yeah. If you've not seen episode five, we are now going to go into that full spoilers. <laughs> I know it literally just came out today. If you're watching, if you're listening to this on Thursday and you haven't had a chance to watch episode five yet, hopefully you did last night. Um, we are going to go into that. So grab grab your popcorn. <laughs> we're going to read script straight from the script. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to enact it here. Um, I'll play Sylvie. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so hit pause. Uh, we'll be waiting for you after you watch the episode. And um, so come back now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so episode five. Um, wh- before we get into the – I want to finish my thought on Mobius. Mobius, to me, is such a true – like a, the true definition of a friend. Like he obviously is very critical of Loki, but that's what a, a true friend does. Like they're right. critical of, of your traits and want you to be a, a better person, a version of who you are, who you are. Right. And help you help you achieve your goals. But he's also like, he, I think he kind of loves Loki in a, in a weird way. Like he, he <laughs> wants to see Loki succeed and he knows that Loki has what he wants, which is the truth. And I, and I mean, they, they flat out hug at the end of the episode. Right. Like I, 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 I've watched these two guys, go from, you know, chess master versus chess master, just, you know, punching match in, you know, verbally. Wit for wit, yeah. To, like, they truly respect each other. Right. And, and in the span of five episodes, it's been amazing to watch the two of them, so. Yeah, and really, it's, as as far as you know, talking about themes go, probably episode five is that friendship piece to oh, take yeah. that trust into friendship and how much do you actually have to trust each each other <laughs> to be a friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's, there's still, I, I think if, if you see, um, if you see, like if you were, if we were to see more of the two of them, I, I think you would see, uh, I think you would see Mobius like still look at him sideways. I mean, like, I, right. I still don't know if you're telling me the truth right. because it's in your nature not to tell the truth, but um, but I still love you. I still right. care about you. I still want you to well, be happy. Uh, he's so. replacing Thor, right? Yeah. I no. Mean, yeah. Exactly. Loki can't be around that's true. Thor. He's dead. So yeah, he's he's replacing Thor. That's the that's the character that Thor plays. Like you're my yeah. brother. I love you. I respect you. But I hate you. Yeah. No. That's a great. <laughs> that's a great comparison. I didn't even think about that. Even going back to episode four, Mobius tells. Um, let me let me see it. Uh, you can be. He tells Loki, you can be anyone you want to be, even someone good. Coming back to what you're oh, saying, yeah. of he actually believes Loki can be someone good, and we're starting to see that. And we're talking about the motivations of each character. I don't know that we know Loki's motivation now. Yeah, that's besides, true. Besides Sylvie. Yeah, that's besides only- what, besides in an ironic weird way well himself. And, i mean to go to go to, all, to their, their conversation all the way at the end of the episode first like sylvie's not even sure that she, he's not going to abandon her at the last second yeah. like i mean it, it seems like he's not going to but we've seen 
that in Loki before. Like we've had moments where we've watched Loki, you know, be true, be altruistic even, and and then still just be a jerk and abandon right. at the, at the last second. So, I I want to believe that he's not gonna he's not going to bail on Sylvie. Like I, I think right. she either dies at the end of episode six and it's, that's just, that story is, is right. finished or, or like he's, he's, I think he's going to save her. Like I, I think he would do anything to, to for, for her. Like I, I truly believe that. He would I, do I, anything for himself. For himself. Exactly. Right. Which- and, <laughs> and that's why I, I that's why I want to believe that this is true because he is so narcissistic. He's never going to think about anyone else unless it's himself. It's literally himself. And that's that's the bond that he has with Sylvie. Um, I believe their their romance. I think he's absolutely head over heels for her. Right. So, which is a, such a weird thing for him. Like, there's that moment where they're in the grass, you know, talking, or whatever, and he's he says something like, "Like I've never done this before." <laughs> he's <laughs> like, he doesn't know. It's like I don't know what I'm feeling. Is this is this what love feels like? You know, it's I I don't know. I think it's real. I I I think he's completely beside himself. So. Um, so at the beginning of episode five, we realize that they're in this place called the void and there's this like cloud monster, like think lost, but like a hundred times bigger than the, than the, you know, the cloud monster or whatever they called it in, in the TV show lost, they call it Eliath. So kind of like Goliath, but without the G and it's hunting Loki's. There are like Loki's everywhere on this. Like it's not, it's not a planet. It's like. How do they describe it? It's like it's the place before the end like of the, the world end or end of time. time. Yeah, it's it's the void before the yeah. end of time. So, like, we're to believe that like time is frozen there, right? Like they're yeah, pretty uh, much. It's yeah, they're not like frozen. Like they can walk around, but there's I don't know. It's, they stand they, outside of time. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's it's outside of time. Like the TVA is outside of time, but it's separate from the TVA, and there's. Like the only way to get there is with a ten pad, which we see yeah. Mobius use at the very end. But um, yeah, so like basically everyone gets there. Like it's right. Mobius is there, Sylvie is there, Loki obviously is there. Um, they they all end up getting there. They and then you know it, they go different paths at the at the very ends. But um, I thought it was so funny watching uh, Mobius pull up in that car. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He finds a vehicle with a key still in and some gas <laughs> in the tank and like picks up Sylvia as she, as she drops in. So she, she gets there by doing herself in like yep. she, yeah. she, uh, ends up purging prun- herself. Yeah. yeah. Self per yeah. self prune is what they call it. I think <laughs> prune. Yeah. yeah. Purge. <laughs> so. Different problem altogether, but sorry. <clears throat> so, and then there's like, I don't know if we'll ever get payoff on the spacecraft thing. Like, I, apparently, I think this is a lie. But like, the, the, at one point, Sylvie and Renslayer are like they look like they're going to work together, but then they're they're really just like foiling each other. Yeah. And she's like lying. I think she's just straight up lying to her. Like, oh, we have the spacecraft. Or Miss yep. Minutes is saying it. Someone yep. is saying like, there's a spacecraft that is going to take us. Yeah. That could take us there. The judge was saying that, and Miss Minutes was trying to find the folder, but. Uh, <laughs> Yes, yeah. I can't find it. Must be deep. She was buying time for uh, more guards to come in, yeah, um, and to be able to capture Sylvie again. So obviously, she's you know th- that unravels pretty quickly. You think that they're working together, and then she obviously um, you know backstabs her, but and then she just self prunes and and gets out of dodge and and goes to the void. Um, I, Grant, I want to get your thoughts on the Lokis. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is. This will go down in a lot of people's memories as the craziest, one of the craziest things that Mar- I think Marvel's ever done. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
and even as like we were watching this, um, anybody that knows Caitlin, um, she tolerates the Marvel <laughs> universe, and um, there are very few movies slash TV shows that she actually enjoys. Um, I would say her toleration for Loki. <laughs> has been at like an all time toleration. <laughs> and she she literally, as we were watching this episode, was like, This is literally like the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and she's just like, I don't even know what's going on and um which I mean, it was crazy. Like, um the only thing that I can even like compare it to is like the Spider Verse. Um Yeah. That's like the only time they've actually done something like this. But instead yeah, of, that's what I thought about. But, but instead of, of Spider Pig, it's Loki Gator. Yeah, and <laughs> instead of like six Spider Mans, we have like forty five Lokis. <laughs> it was so awesome, and like it makes sense. Like when you're if 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 I told you five weeks ago that there's gonna be an episode with like forty five Lokis in it, you'd be like, "What? How did we get there?" <laughs> right? Yeah. But then, like now that we're there, it makes perfect sense. It totally makes sense. Like, and I mean, they're Marvel in uh, Phase Four. It's all about multiverse. Yeah. So right. I mean, this plays in perfectly for which direction we assumed Marvel was heading. Yeah. Th- all you believe that all these Lokis had their their own Nexus event in their whatever timeline they're from, and went through the same process right like got got pulled in by the tva went to trial got prunes ended up in the void and then had just survived in the void and like like when loki first arrives he's like he's like why is everyone here a loki and and i think it's like the old loki that's like that's what loki's do we survive like like (laughs) no one everyone else is the same line that that the uh, Tom Huddleston <laughs> Loki says right yeah now we gotta define them by <laughs> their real name yeah so yeah they they they're the, like what whereas everyone else I mean we see like a huge ship drop yeah. and they all die like everyone gets to the void and they are alive for a few seconds right and then basically Eliath comes in and right and, uh, you know, eats them or whatever he does yeah we're yeah. we're to assume that they're just completely just kind of eva- evaporated but the Lokis survive yeah, but the Lokis <laughs> survived, and that's why there's an alligator Loki and all these other ones. Um, I think my favorite scene was watching them all just do, fight it out together, right. like in that secret bunker hideout that they mm-hmm. have, um, and like how like it was one of like you you're the you're you know to believe like the, I think the audience is to believe that these are the good Lokis that he first comes right. across. So there's um, there's like an African American. Except uh, the Loki. backstabbing Loki, which yeah. is the <laughs> which and, and then he ends up being bad because he ends up bringing the rest of them there. Yeah. Like they for a few seconds, you believe that it's actually like our Loki, Loki one, let's call him uh, that that you know somehow telegraphs all these bad Lokis to to find their hideout. But it was actually like from within, yeah. and it's just like it's it's total it's total chaos, but. I love it in this world. Like it totally makes sense. If I, if I'm living in the void, it's like every man for himself and right. total anarchy. And it, I loved it. I loved it. And because it. it's Loki, <laughs> it works. Yeah. This is what you expect from Loki. Yeah. You wouldn't expect any, any less no. or more. Like it's, it's just par for the course. Um, I have to say this now because it's, I'm looking at it in my notes, but I love how the alligator lives in a kiddie pool. Oh yeah, for sure. 
But he's just not, like down there splashing around. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so we're back to the comedy part of the show. Like episode four was very yeah. serious and I, I felt like they needed some comic relief and, and uh, we definitely get it here. So um, Loki like immediately wants to kill Eliath. He's just like, okay, let's take this thing on. And they're like, that's impossible. Like you right. can't do it. Um, and then even Sylvie comes, go- that's a stupid idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Mobius. She arrives. Mobius uh, picks her up in that in that car, and they go off driving together. And um, then there's like a lot of conversation about this the idea of this this Eliath, this cloud monster, whatever, being like the only thing that's standing between them and the timekeepers. Right. Like they call it the guard dog. That it's like right in front of. If we could just get past this guard dog, then we can actually get through the door and actually see. So um, the void is like. I wasn't clear on like the space time of that, but like they say it's like on the edge. Isn't it right before the end of time? Yeah. So like getting out the back door of, I mean, I'm this is weird language, but like the back, they go out the back door of the void and land in the final pages of history. Right. Like they're pretty much, we're to assume yeah. that they're in like the year, you know, 3000 or whatever, yeah. like at the end of time, because that part is still being written. Like that's, the, yeah, that's the TV, what they were talking about. The TVA yeah. is outside of time, but there's stuff that's about to happen that they don't know about yet. And Sylvia even mentions that. Like she says, there's stuff we can hide there because no one knows what's going to happen next right. at the end of time. So I th- I, th- I think all that, I'm, it's breaking my brain a little bit. The space time <laughs> stuff is, is like a lot to think about, but I think I'm, I think I'm following along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and then we... So like Ravana Renslayer says like she wants to find these guys and you know in the void and and get to them and you know B15 you know like she's in that cell and they're ha- being held captive by judge yeah. yeah and they're having this conversation through the through the whatever force field and like she is trying to get information out of her and but like B15's like not playing ball at right. all like she I love that she's like no, like now that I know what I know, I'm not helping you. Right. Like, I mean, you know, good luck. And, and if you are, you know, have any kind of honor in you at all, you're going to announce to the entire TVA what's really going on right. here. Right. So, um, yeah, the, I, it's been interesting to watch her. And I think all of this is why we still don't know judges motivations. Yeah. Like of, what is she after? What she? What is she going for? One moment, um, she's turning into Loki. Because one moment, you think you're getting the truth. Like, she's just as confused as everybody else and wants to get to the bottom of it. Then in the next moment, with the spaceship thing, she's throwing Sylvia off with the spaceship thing. So yeah. it's like, well, does she know everything behind the scenes so is she protecting is she trying to figure out what which which side is she on yeah i think so we got to the we were watching this at at work actually um on a break and we we rolled credits on episode five and then one of the guys i I thought he was joking at first but then i found out he was serious but he's he's like i think my favorite character is miss minutes in in the show and i was like oh that's funny you know miss minutes but then like we got to talking more about it i was like there's something about Miss Minutes that's very intriguing. Like I, I don't know what they're gonna do with that character. Yeah, you're kind of right with that. Yeah. I like. I almost wonder if Miss Minutes is literally the time, the timekeeper. <laughs> like, maybe not that that persona. Like, right. maybe it's a, it's you know, Miss Minutes is a 
is a avatar for the vo- right right the voice the voice of the person is going to be yeah um timekeeper like if if and when we actually see a timekeeper yeah. it's gonna sound it's gonna be a, a she that sounds yeah. exactly like miss yeah. minutes very well yeah um so i because we talked about it we teased it a little bit already but like at one point she's so renslayer I I don't think she I don't I think she truly doesn't know everything because yeah. at one point she's like going through like the library or whatever and like asking Miss Minutes to pull up the files on right. whatever and I, like I think I think she wants to know what's at the bottom of everything but I don't know that she necessarily is that's going to stop her from trying to protect everything either right. like I think some people and I'm talking about just in life like some people want to know the truth but they don't want their safe world to fall apart either right. so. Um, I almost wonder if she prote- protects the lie. Um, once I mean, she's she's already she already knows what's, she's going to go down with the ship. Yeah, and she already yeah. knows that it's clear to her that what's really going on. But I don't know that she cares. Like I I I legit think she might uh-huh. literally die trying to defend what right. they have. So, um, I if if there's a true believer in the show as far as like the TVA and its mission, I think she might be it. Now right. we'll see if that holds up in episode six. She may turn. Um, at the end, but um, what do you, what do you think on that? Is that is that different than what what you're thinking, Grant? Oh yeah, for sure. Is it? She's, talk more about your your theory. She's definitely. Um, I think she wants the TVA hmm, maybe to go down, mm-hmm. but for her own personal reasons. Um, She's definitely, I would say, paving the way for Kang the Conqueror. So, okay, so talk more about Kang. I, I'm not. I know a little bit about Kang from comic lore and like yep. show, t- like animated shows that he's been in and stuff like that. But I've not read up on him at all. And but I have heard like scuttlebutt about Kang is coming. Like they've yes. already cast him in a future movie. Yeah, so, he's he's on his way in the new Ant Man movie. Okay. And um he's from what I've heard they're trying to basically mold him into like the next Thanos type villain. Oh. And so um I mean she definitely I mean what we've learned from Marvel is they go along with the comic books to an extent. But then they kind of put their own twist on it. And her and Kang definitely have a relationship in the comic books. And it's almost, from what I've read, somewhat of a love interest or acquaintance type thing. So I definitely think that there is almost kind of like a blindfold where she's been placed in the TVA as a spy and oh and where she may not know like everything about the TVA she's getting really close so um we have um Loki and Sylvie obviously wanting to overthrow the TVA but i also think that um her, the judge also has that motive, but everybody wants power in this show. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely think that that is one of the main themes 
that we definitely are going to find out in episode six is the power. Yeah. Because everybody wants the power. Let's let's talk more about that because I, I think that's interesting. And the King of the Conqueror stuff is really interesting to me too. He's basically this time traveling genius that you know from the 40th century or whatever that like. And, and I again I don't know I haven't read the comics, but from what I've read, like he he has a relationship to Renslayer like in yeah. the comics. So like it, it wouldn't be outside the bounds of of anything and you know Marvel. And I, and I don't think we'll see Kang right. because that's also something that has. Um, We've talked about this over and over again. These articles, they want us to... <laughs> we get so hyped up about this. Yeah. We we thought we were going to get Doctor Strange. We we thought so hard. Maybe we were going to get Mephisto, but it doesn't <laughs> Nothing. happen. Nothing so has happened. It's kind of one of those things where these articles, they want you to truly believe <laughs> that, yes, with 10 minutes left... We are going to get Kang the Conqueror, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they have enough time for that, unless yeah. that final episode is like an hour and a half long or something. And, I mean, this show, I feel like this is the one true show out of the three so far that is really, we're going somewhere now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The other two... um, I mean, WandaVision in itself. I mean, we've talked about this numerous times. We didn't really go anywhere with WandaVision. Right. Maybe it, there's a little stuff you can take from that. And um, uh, to the same extent with Falcon and Winter Soldier. But I feel like with Loki, we are really going somewhere oh, yeah. with what's happened in this show. Well, you said earlier in this episode that like the the multiverse is the coming. Multiverse, like, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Like Falcon and, and Winter Soldier kind of ended not too far from where it started. WandaVision was like that. You know, there's some consequences that happen in those shows that you need to know about before the next movies yeah. come out, but it's not setting up the events of the movies. Yeah. I think this one is legit setting up everything right. we're about to see. Yeah, because, I mean, all we've heard from Spider-Man, multiverse, what we've heard from Doctor Strange, Multiverse. Yeah. Um, Ant-Man is, I can't think of what the title is. It's like Quantum, but it's going to be Multiverse too, so... Uh, you know what I I heard recently, uh, and and you actually just unlocked this memory from like a week ago where I was hearing this story, or whatever. Uh, it was a podcast I was listening to. They said um, on the show, they said, "Do you find it weird that the next Spider-Man movie, everyone's so excited for this movie to come out, is coming out in five months, and we haven't seen a trailer for it?" Yeah, and 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 that's when it hit me. I was just like, "I'm th- that connection," and then what you just said is like, "Oh, they're holding it." They're holding right. the trailer for that movie yeah. because you have to watch the finale of Loki to understand right. even the trailer. Like, Will yeah. it drop next Wednesday? I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it yeah. did. Like, or maybe maybe they'll wait two days or something like that. But like, I think we'll see the trailer for Spider-Man pretty soon and, because and Loki's I mean, almost over. They're, they're playing it so close to their chest. I mean, we've heard Spider-Man's done shooting. We've heard Doctor Strange is done shooting. Yeah. I would imagine Ant-Man's close to being done. Um, Thor's done. And we're not hearing anything about this. So Yeah. Um, There's a reason for that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know how much, because next we have Hawkeye coming up. 
at least for live action TV shows. And I don't know how much that's going to put into play, but I definitely think Loki is kind of the show that is really putting everything in motion. Yeah, we're in. Is this phase four? Is that yeah. the yeah, yeah. number? So, yeah, like this is the kickoff for phase four. They they technically started phase four yeah. with one division, was it? Yeah. Um, but like, but I think you're right. The point that you're making, I think, yeah. is right, which is this is the true like real yeah. kickoff of what we're gonna see. And I mean, Black Widow, of course, comes out tomorrow. I don't really think, yeah, because of COVID. I don't really think that had much to play with. Yeah, everything but, got messed up. I mean, Shang Chi might have something to do with it because i mean there's some tie-ins to dr strange with that but i mean loki is the kickoff i mean for sure they had these shows in order for a reason yeah yeah i'm I'm super excited to see how they how they end it um uh i guess uh, let's go back to just kind of what happens in the show there there, there's I love the set pieces of, of this of this episode, but there isn't nearly as much information dropped mm-hmm. um, in it. So there's really not a whole lot else to cover. I uh, I love that we talked about it a little bit already, but I love that scene between Loki and Sylvie, kind of the romantic moment together. Um, it's it in any other character, it might be sappy, like what's yeah. going on, but in Loki, like I, I believe it. I buy it right. hook, line, and sinker that he's really wrestling with this weird reality that he loves her and it, like right. it's something he's never experienced before. Um, so, and I think she does, she loves him too. Like I, I think yeah. it's, we'll see if they backstab each other at the end, but I don't, I don't think so. I, maybe I'm, I'm being Pollyanna about it, but like, I just, I think, th- I think it's real. Um, what's happening. So, yeah, I think so too. I think, I think it'll, I, I think they will be true to each other. Um, uh, till, till the end. Um, I don't know where I don't, I don't know how it's going to end coming back to yeah. will Sylvie continue because can they can they can they even allow her to continue right you know into quote unquote the real the real world because none of this is real yeah according to Marvel you know according to Marvel timeline this happens because he steals the tesseract mm-hmm um and creates an alternate that's his that's his moment this nexus moment and so the, none of this is real yeah, yeah. Uh, for all we know i i i just came up with this just now so i don't know if it actually makes sense or not but i i almost wonder if they're not just you know let's say for example they obliterate the timekeepers somehow like yeah. they just take over the whole thing and everything's gone um you know on last week's or two weeks ago when we last episode that we had of this podcast we were talking about like do all the humans all the people that work for the tva go back it, you would assume they don't just expire but like they actually go back to their right. home or whatever it's almost know? like their own blip yeah exactly <laughs> um but i almost wonder if they all go back to their own timelines like right. the, the timelines so th- there's a it's a very quick mention but i think it's Renslayer. One of them mentions that I think it's Renslayer that says when we purge a timeline, it's not all of it is truly gone. Like right. it's it's like when you wipe your hard hard drive, but like yeah. people can still recover the photos on it. Like it's it's like I I almost wonder if like they're like they've temporarily purged these timelines, but when they undo whatever they're gonna do in the the final episode, if if those timelines don't just snap right back into existence, like nothing ever happens, right. which, 
and I almost wonder that if that moment Sylvie just disappears and she's back right. in her reality, has no memory of Loki, has no memory of anything that that's right. even happened. She's a little girl again, and he's back in New York, and yeah. like, like nothing ever happened. Yeah, so that 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 very well could be. And that'd be a sad, each, a, tra- a tragic ending, but yeah, right. But you know, going back to the themes of the previous um, TV shows of. We almost went in a circle, except for one piece. Like WandaVision, you're left with Wanda on her own. Um, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you're left with the new Captain America, right? So is this one kind of going to go in a circle, except for the fact that Loki starts all the multiverse? Yeah. I think I think you might be onto something. I they certainly have a pattern. I mean, if, if two if two is a trend, like right. you know they they've definitely had a you know a history of doing that. Um, yeah, I think it's possible that in order to just simply set up. Yeah, how did we get the multiverse? Yeah, yeah. The the only thing that is new is what's new for us. It, like for them, that nothing's changed. But like we know we know all this thing right. that happened that no one else remembers in the MCU. Right. And then the brilliance with all that. Is you go watch the next movie and you're like, oh, okay, the multiverse is here. Yeah, yeah, it's not surprising. Anymore. You've got all, you've got all this content that you've missed, <laughs> but you really didn't miss anything. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I I can't wait to see. I mean, they they they're moving fast and yeah. they they could drop a lot of information in this less, this next episode. Um, it, we think about episode five. In episode five, we learn about. Eliath and see Eliath's demise in the same episode. Like they're, they're moving really fast right. um, with this, which is good. Like I like that pace, but yeah. So yeah. At, at the end of the episode, um, dude, the CGI on Eliath looks so awesome. Like it's this menacing, massive thing that they've never, se- I've never seen anything like that in the MCU um, universe. Like you can, you know, compare it to other properties maybe, but yeah, it was really cool to just see how big this thing was. And, I was thinking, like, how are they even going to take on something that doesn't really even have mass? Like, yeah. And but then they come up with this distraction idea. Loki tries to like run off and say, "Over mm-hmm. here, over here," and it kind of works for a second, but then it doesn't work. And then old Loki has this awesome moment, and like I, the, one of the you were talking about how like episode four, you were like, "Wow, wow, wow!" My audible wow was when old Lo- Loki conjured up all of Asgard. Asgard. Like I was yeah. like, and then. Loki as a and, mirage yeah it's not yeah. even real like the thing's biting through it and it just disappears yeah. but like um loki and sylvie have this moment where even they are stunned like they look yeah. at each other and loki's like it's almost like we haven't fully tapped into our abilities right. like this old guy who's had a lifetime of yeah. exploring his abilities can do this yeah. you know so right and they even s- say that we're stronger than what we think we are yeah yeah it was it was amazing to watch um so obviously that's that's the thing that Elias goes after is this massive city um, that's not real, but he thinks it's real. And they're, they talk, they call them branches. There's like these black tendrils that like yeah. go into the yeah. earth, whatever. And I think that's the only mass, like they grab onto it and Sylvie basically enchants it. And then they don't really explain like what happens next. Like maybe we'll find out about it. Maybe we'll it'll just always be a mystery, but like we don't know does is ever mentioned like how it disappears how it dissolves or i don't know if it disappears rather than she i think they're basically i mean we've talked about the curtain a lot yeah they're 
from what it looked like, they're basically opening opening the curtain. the curtain. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think the Eliath is going anywhere. Yeah. But I think they're finally able to find like an opening in it. Yeah. To go through. Okay. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Eliath isn't destroyed. Yeah. They've together because she channeled into him so that both of them could use their power. Oh yeah. Just has somehow taken back the curtain because even when they were looking through to the castle or you know the the final uh, Bowser's castle, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, that's um, they're still looking through the cloud of um, Eliathan or however you pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. Eliath. Hopefully they get there and they and someone doesn't say your timekeeper is in another castle. <laughs> A Mario joke for you. Yeah, exactly. Our boys, um, our family actually enjoyed all the I guess you'd call them Easter eggs of all the Marvel universe. Talk in- about talk about that. I, I saw a couple, but I, I by no means saw all so Thor's hammer was one of the most yeah was one of the most obvious, yeah. and then Thor was in a jar. Yeah, that was fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, which they referred to him as Frog Thor. Oh, really? Oh, the, really? I missed that. Oh, is, really? Is it? It's not actually Hemsworth, is it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. We always fast forward through the credits. Yeah. So. Um, let's see. Um, Noah thought that the ship was Ronan's ship. It, which is true. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And he that's our that's our third. Um and he's got this encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> of Star Wars and if we hey, when did uh when did this happen in Star Wars? Episode four, about two hours in, you know, like that's awesome. <laughs> sort of sort of deal. And so he's like, I that's running ship. That's not that's not um oh goodness. Um big bad. Went completely dumb and blank. Um, the big bad from the Thanos, the, yeah, Thanos. Jeez. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He was. That's not Thanos ship. That's Ronan ship. And then wow, um, there was a helicopter or something with yeah, Thanos, Thanos. That was so it. weird. Yeah. I I saw that and I was just like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> some alternate universe where Thanos is. I, I don't yeah. know. Like it, that was weird. A pilot. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. A helicopter. Right. We thought we saw uh, Ant Man's mask and Iron Man's mask. Some oh, of the I see. big. I they they look like rocks, but some of the big um, fixtures of the of the planet. So or the the void. Not really a planet. Not really anything. Yeah. So it was interesting to, and I'm sure that if you rolled back and slowed down, you could find a whole lot more. It seemed like that they just threw. It was the graveyard of yeah. of where things went to die yeah no that was it was really cool and what's really unique about that place is it it's the graveyard for all of the universes like right. the multiverse verses um so yeah like ha- maybe all of what we were seeing wasn't even from like the sacred timeline it was from like all these other tam- timelines <laughs> right. so um you know the timeline where uh, loki is an alligator for example so yeah um I can't wait for the the yep. final episode. So right, everybody's favorite part, prediction time. Right, yeah. Well, that's what that's what I was going to ask. We were talking about who's in the castle. My wife said rocket, rockets <laughs> in the castle. <laughs> castle. That'd be great. Um, ah, somebody else go. Grant, what do you what do you think? I have no idea. I, I'm I'm just as 
I'm like with one division. I was like, oh, this is yeah, what right. I think is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. I was co- completely wrong. With with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I was just like, well, I feel like this is going to happen, and I was kind of right on some things and kind of wrong on some others. With this one, I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I have no clue what's what's happening. One of one of the boys threw out that this would be interesting if they actually went went here, but this is one way to bring this character back if Gamora's in there. Oh yeah. I mean, that's I. Is that even possible? Whatever, but um, but that would be an interesting way to bring her back. Yeah, really. I mean, once you undo timelines and stuff like that, and like really kind of reset. I mean, they can reset the sacred timeline, like and literally right. just like erase the last ten years of movies or whatever. Right. Um, I mean, Iron Man comes back. I mean, there's there's <laughs> any number of different things they they could set up. I don't I don't think we'll see those in right. this show, but um, they could they could make that reality because i mean they're basically forming reality anew yeah. in yeah. the show but um, what'll be interesting if they if they bring somebody new in to the castle is that somebody going to meet their demise in episode six as well or yeah are they going to introduce a new new character that they end up having to chase in later yeah. Movies. I, I'm very curious about the identity of the timekeepers, one or three right. or whatever. Or if, is it even going to be a time, you know, is it, was the timekeeper the three droids? Is it even yeah. going to be called the timekeeper? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I'm, yeah, I, I go back and forth on Renslayer. Like, is Renslayer actually like the, right. the real timekeeper the whole time? Um, it, it seems like she's not, but I mean, they've done weirder stuff in yeah. the show even yeah. so i would say so i got three predictions here two kind of go together <laughs> and then one doesn't um so i'm gonna start with safe bet okay um i would say that sylvie most likely will not make it through okay i think it'll I don't think you can coexist with Loki and Sylvie. I understand that they're going for the multiverse, but I don't think you can have the actual Loki that we've come accustomed to with Sylvie as well. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say Sylvie's going to meet her demise yeah. in some way. Or okay. she resets back to yep. original. Or she's that. just yeah. gone. Like, right. We never see yeah. her again. Yeah. So that um i'd say that's a safe bet and then the castle here we go um (laughs) bowser no um i would say i think i don't think we're gonna find the answer to that oh i think it will all point to king the conqueror okay but we are not going to see that wow interesting Okay. And that will be a mirage too, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But here's kind of the thing that I would like to see happen. I don't think it's going to happen, but bear with me. <laughs> what if another Loki has been in charge of this the Ooh. whole time? Yeah. That's that's very that similar. That's yeah, very yeah. similar to one of the theories of one of my coworkers. Um, he didn't go quite that far, but he did say that, like, that there is a a Loki that's been like, 
like uh, facilitating all the events that have yeah. happened so far. Like, uh, not necessarily that he was like one and the same with the timekeepers, but like um, has been like assisting them or has been like making all this happen. Um, he even threw out the idea that it's the same Loki, like it's yeah. Loki one from like some other split version of him himself or whatever. Um, well, they yeah. introduced that possibility because one of the, the marauding group of Lokis was oh, yeah. Tom. It was le- legitimately yeah. him. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that would fit in with the entire theme of the, <laughs> of the show. Yeah. I would, I mean, any one of your theories could be correct. Um, I, I think, if there's a hundred theories on the internet, I think it's possible that like all of them are wrong. Like I, yeah. I like, right. Yeah, exactly. Cause it, w- there's an quite literally in this, in this example, infinite possibilities of what they could do. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. I, I, I want to believe that the sacred, the idea of a sacred timeline is, is gone by the end of episode six. Maybe they won't do that. Maybe there's still a TVA at the end of the show, but I, I would like to see it dissolve just because, I want to see them go full multiverse, like yeah. in the future. Like I don't want anyone to be the time cops going forward. Um, I definitely don't yeah. think we're going to get anybody new, like presiding the, over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If if there is a timekeeper, um, it'll be somebody that's been introduced before. Yeah. Boy, because, yeah, I can't wait to see what they I do. mean. We thought we were going there with Mephisto, and wandavision it didn't happen so i feel like they don't want to leave a bunch of loose ends they don't want to introduce a brand new character yeah Yeah. i'm with you i I don't think they introduced kang or any other new character um that uh, honestly i um i I felt like that was a little out of place in falcon and winter soldier when they did the whole thing with um Elaine, <laughs> Julia Louis Dreyfus. They yeah. now she didn't. Oh become, yeah, yeah. She didn't become a major part of that plot, but like they literally introduced her in like the final episode, which <laughs> and I she's mean, going to continue. Yeah, which I yeah. mean that kind of got ruined because Black Widow got pushed back That's so right. far. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens with that, but I mean, I don't think if we've learned anything from these TV shows, we're we may have a couple things. A couple scenes where we're just like, oh, this is amazing, but we're not. It's not going to go over the top. Yeah, yeah. We we may want it to be right, right. We're going to get maybe a fifty-minute episode, not much more than that. Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's kind of what Shane was saying, which is things kind of go back to the way that yeah. they started. Like he's he's back in New York in twenty twelve and doesn't pick up the test, you know, whatever, like, yeah. uh, or does. And that's a, a separate timeline that's no longer covered. But, uh, I mean, what's clear is there's going to be many multiverses going forward. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. They've already told us that. So, um, I almost wonder if like, just no one's at the helm of the sake of, of the TVA anymore. Um, I almost wonder if like Sylvie takes over, like that would be super weird, but like, <laughs> but I'll, but allows multiple timelines. They have to allow multiple timelines. Yeah. Right. Uh, going and, forward, so I mean, I would say maybe a fourth prediction would be: Will I walk away disappointed <laughs> from this? Yeah, probably <laughs> because um, I mean the finales in WandaVision and Falcon they were good, yeah, yeah. But I mean, was there stuff that I was longing for to happen? Of course, and that's probably going to happen too. Yeah, in this one, 
I feel like I'm doing that less in this show than the other shows. I, I'm yeah. with I'm with you on the other ones. I was right there. I was very disappointed in like all the hype on WandaVision. Yeah. That, that was a yeah. huge heartbreaker <laughs> for me. With this one, I'm not, I find myself not doing it as much because it is so unpredictable yeah. and just crazy right. all the time that I like from episode to episode, I can't even predict the next episode, right. let alone the finale. Like I, I don't know that I'll be destroyed by the end of the, of this season because I just, I've, yeah. I've just been surprised at every turn. I, um, I don't think it'll be as disappointing for me just because we've gotten so much Marvel. Yeah. And yeah. there's still, there's I mean, oh my. We're, we're not even, <laughs> oh. we're not even halfway through the year and we still have what if, we have Shang Chi, Hawkeye, um, She Hulk, Spider Man. Yeah, and that's and all just this year. So yeah. I mean, there's still so much to come. I'm excited about uh, Miss Marvel. That's that's my my gig for sure. So um, cool. Well, we will definitely be covering uh, the Loki finale not on the next episode. This, like I said, we're going to be recording on Sunday after watching Black Widow. Uh, next episode of our episode is going to be only Black Widow, and then on the episode after that, which will probably uh, we'll probably drop that three or four days after yeah. the finale, um, we'll cover uh, the finale episode of of Loki. So definitely come back for that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm I can't wait. So gotta yeah. wait, gotta wait seven days this time. I didn't I didn't have to do that for episode four. Uh, what else have you guys been watching on Disney Plus? Anything you want to talk about? Well, we talked about um, the Monsters Inc. The new Monsters Inc. I yep. to- yeah. totally forgot about that. That was um, dropping. So when we went on to get the Loki, uh, the boys wanted to watch uh, watch that. So we watched those two episodes. Um, <clears throat> they were good, easy watching. It's going somewhere. It'd be interesting to see where. Uh, I think Tyler's the the main character. Yeah. Where, yeah. where he's. For sure. Where where he goes? Um, you, but saw I say, two, you saw it too, Grant. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'd say f- for for me it was just okay. The boys, you know, we chuckled a few times, but it wasn't yeah. it wasn't on part of Monsters Inc. and University. What do you think, Grant? I mean, I felt like, I mean, it's just so hard to tell where we've already got two monsters movies. Um, this is different for sure. It's not and, Pixar, right? Like. Pixar's not doing the show, are they? I think I think Pixar did. I think they were involved. Okay. Um, from what I've heard leading up to this show, it's more like a sequel to Monsters Inc. Yeah. Which, right. From it's, from what happened in it, it definitely is going that way. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I don't even know how many episodes it is, total. But I mean, it was laughable. There were moments that I watched and I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, um, Roz, uh, she gets replaced by her sister and it's Rose, <laughs> yeah. but it's pretty much the exact <laughs> yeah. same character. So I chuckled at that. And then, um, they brought back some of the old characters as well. I was and, shocked yeah, by, by how much they brought, the, yeah, they brought back the Big guns. Yeah. Yeah. Billy yeah. Crystal well, and it's, John Goodman. Yeah, it's John Goodman. I mean it's like the actual yeah. actors, but like I, I was surprised how much screen time Mike Wazowski gets yeah. in the like he's in both episodes and he's in it for multiple and, minutes. Like one of my favorite parts, I can't remember if it was episode one or ep- I think it was episode one where 
Tyler goes to the training and it's the video and the guy has to keep correcting. Oh, oh yeah. Now we're laughing. <laughs> we're we're jokesters now. They haven't had enough time to like shoot a yeah. new video. So he's just talking over it. Um yeah. So I, all the all the artwork only has Disney, not Pixar. Yeah, I didn't see Pixar's yeah. name anywhere in the credits before or after the sh- the episodes. Yeah, I think this is just Disney taking over I mean, they own Pixar, obviously, but yeah, like, right. I I don't think Pixar is behind the helm at all, and I, I think it kind of shows. Like, as I'm yeah. kind of with you, it's it's just okay for me. Like, I'm not. I will watch every episode just because I, I love that universe, yeah. but it's not. It's definitely not hitting like the movies. Like, mm. The movies, I'm laughing constantly, and it's just zany and crazy, and they're, the 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 one liners are always funny. That some of the one liners are just duds in this episode. It's like <laughs> right. I, I couldn't believe how yeah. like unfunny some of the jokes yeah. were. Um, that said, I I like the premise. Like I I like this Tyler guy that you know it's very clever to pick up right after the events of Monsters Inc. Right. He graduated from MU as a scarer at the same time (laughs) (laughs) and that that premise is funny in itself and and interesting and he's now i mean i i kind of see myself in tyler a little bit i graduated from college and then didn't do anything with my degree for a year (laughs) like he's he's basically kind of living what i lived and is like trying to find his way in life now that he has a degree that he can't use anymore right and is like moonlighting it, like he's working for MIFT, the um, facilities team, right? Yeah. <laughs> Monsters Inc. facilities team, MIFT, and uh, that's how he's paying the bills, so to speak. And then, but is like taking classes to be a, a, a comedian, yeah, what they call it, um, jokester instead yeah. of a scarer. <clears throat> so, but um, and then the new characters are, are kind of cool. Mindy Kaling actually is the voice of, of Val. Um, so they've got a pretty good cast. Hen- Henry Winkler. Oh, that's right. Fonz yeah, huge is is the 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 manager of Mift. Yeah. It's 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 neat to kind of see the other side of Monsters Inc, the non-celebrity right. side, like right. these guys that keep the literally keep the machines running but don't get any of the credit. Right. Um so that's that's kind of cool. Um I do like the scenes of Sully and Mike even though they're kind of few and far between. They do show up in every episode so far at least the first two. Yeah. Um and so by, and I, by I'm in, I'm just not like I'm not should be. like I'm like jonesing for the next episode of Loki. I'm not I'm not jonesing for yeah, the next yeah, episode right. of Monsters at Work. Yeah. So now the in in the premise is very interesting. How does how will they change their business model? What kind of <laughs> what kind of I mean, last year and a half we've only talked about pivots, right? How are they going to pivot <laughs> to, to to laughter instead of uh, scary? Yeah, I think it's more the show's less funny for me and more just intriguing. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Like they're coming up with a new slogan and taking "We Scare yeah. Because We Care" down from the yeah. front of the building, and like you know, the the they're having power outages because they they no one knows how to make kids laugh. Like it right. it, it goes in a direction I wouldn't have expected them to go. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm along for this right. ride. Like I'm interested to see how they get all these scares, convert them into jokesters. You know, like, it's, but it's it's not like. I don't like I I will go the next week not even thinking about the show. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right. When you get back on for Loki next week you go, "Oh yeah, there's a new one for this yeah. one." <laughs> so, I mean, you know, if you have kids, obviously they're they're going to love it and I'll I'll watch every episode. We'll we'll continue to to probably mention it, but it, it's not going to be like I I don't if you're an adult, I don't think you're not you're going to be like in love with the show. So, um did either if you either of you guys watch The Good, The Bart and the, the Loki? Yep. You did, right? I did not. Um you want to 
It's it's very short. It's like three and a half oh, minutes yeah. long. Very short. Um, and um, I guess it was. We should say what it is. It, it's a Simpsons. It's a short. Simpsons short that is very Marvel themed. <laughs> which I mean, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, yeah. I would have liked to see it be a little bit longer. I don't know why they make these things so short. Yeah, because, I mean, it was over before you know it. Um, Of course, I mean, I thought it was hilarious how um, Loki and Bart switched places. (laughs) And, um, but, I mean, it was just too short for me it's, I would there's say. no there's no plot to it yeah but that's by design like they're not trying to make a plot they, they, they can't it's three and a half minutes long so it's it's more just kind of jokes a minute kind of thing like how many jokes a minute can we tell um and so it's like that it's in, in that way it's like candy at popcorn it's not yeah. there's no substance to it but it is very entertaining and i laughed a lot so yeah, if you've not seen seen it, it will literally take you four minutes to watch it. Um, it's it's pretty good, and even if you're not a Simpsons fan, but you are a Marvel fan, you'll you'll still love it. Uh, you don't have to know anything about the Simpsons. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of like the one so. with um, um, the 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 baby when Maggie. With, yeah. with Maggie with with Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's 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 for fans of Star Wars or fans of Marvel. It's not really for fans of Simpsons, right. really. So, um, yeah, it's, it's worth watching. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, have you been staying up with high school musical? No. Okay. I, I will say this. So, so you can spoil it, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will we say. We haven't watched the last three episodes. Okay. I watched all three of them like in the last week. Like I just, I, I binged like a couple in a row. Um, I will say this. It is getting slightly better. It's not, it. I don't think this second season will ever achieve what this first season <laughs> did. It just, it can't at this point, but I, it is slight is getting slightly better. There, there are some things I don't want to spoil anything for oh, people who like, Oh, just spoil it. I know so. you don't care, but like maybe some of our listeners do there, there's there, there are, there are now co- conflicts going on in the show. Believe it <laughs> oh or not. Oh my God. Yeah. And there, uh, although I, th- I feel like so- some of them feel, fabricated like i mean obviously it's a fictional show but you know what i mean by that and they're they're just trying i think to to create friction and but some of the romantic stuff in the show is unexpected and i like it like what i'm seeing so far um the musical numbers and the dance numbers in the show can continue to be top of the game like i i'm amazed at how much they're able to i don't know how long it took them to shoot some of these music video type scenes like they're really intricate and really um, like everyone is very unique from the the previous one and the the plot still isn't like super captivating but i like the characters enough and the singing and the dancing that they're doing is amazing like they're actually showing you like beauty and the beast uh, like like blocked choreographed you know performances Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it's good like it's they they do like a it's almost like a uh, EDM <laughs> version of of one of the Beauty and the Beast songs. It's got like a dance beat to it, and it's cool. Like it's it's uh, I think it's the Gaston song, but it's like a it's to like a dance beat, and um, yeah, it looks good. So I, I think at the very least you'll be entertained just by watching some of the the flair, the vis- visual flair of the show. So put it um, on in the background, yeah, and then pay attention when when the music starts. <laughs> when the music kicks up, yeah. <laughs> Um, the, uh, 
the girl that plays Nini, I forget her name. She's an artist Olivia now. Olivia Ro- Rodrigo. Yep. She's yeah. she's an artist now. She, she has like an album on Spotify, and it is just gold. <laughs> it's she drops f bombs on it, which is so weird. Her character is very innocent in High School Musical, and she's very much not so <laughs> in, on her album, but in real life. But she she blows me away on the show. She's she's a star. Like she she performs a couple songs in the show. I'm just like she's captivating. I, I love watching her sing. So. It, there's good talent in the show. It's just the writing's not there. Um, and it's just now starting to introduce a few things I actually care about. So anyway, I, I would I would encourage you do this. Wait until all of it's released and then just binge all the way through the end. And then like, then you'll only have, have wasted one Saturday afternoon <laughs> if you didn't like it. <laughs> so I will probably continue to watch them as they come out. Um, and uh, there, there are a couple fun things that have happened in the last couple episodes where I was like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. So, um, Bad Batch is the only thing, other thing I've watched, and it continues to be great. Anything you guys want to throw on the pile? Watched uh, Marvel Legends. Oh, that's right, yeah. Black Widow. Um, the main movies that they centered around, the three main movies are really Iron Man 2, um, where she kind of makes her debut. Okay. Um, Avengers. And then Civil War. Those are really the three that it centers around. It doesn't really hit much on Endgame. Um, I feel like that's okay. Yeah. So it's really... I mean, I wasn't really surprised. And nothing really popped out at me where I was like, oh, I totally forgot about this. Yeah. But good. I mean, we haven't seen Black Widow yet, but good recap before that movie. Yeah, we would see. And I mean, I'm excited to see it. Um, there's been mixed reviews for sure, from what I've read. I haven't read like on the movie anything into it. Yeah, but um, there's been some good and some bad. I've heard. Um, I can't think of. It's not Scarlett Johansson, but the girl that plays opposite of her. It's like. Poog or something like that. Yeah, Francine. Catherine. Or yeah, I can't think of her name. P U G H is her last yeah, name. But they've been very high on her. Yeah, not but, as high on Scarlett Johansson. I mean, I'm sure Scarlett's great, but like, I, yeah, I've heard the same thing. She kind of the other girl kind of steals the show. Yeah. So, um, definitely excited to see it, and I feel like there's definitely been reason for why they've held off on this. For so long, yeah, and excited to finally see it. I can't wait to yeah. see it. I yeah, we're excited the, too. The trailer looks amazing. Every time I watch, it, I'm just like, dude, this thing looks bombastic. I'm really excited about going back to the theater again because <laughs> yeah. the only thing I've seen in the last year and a, year and a half really has been Cruella. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna surely look, it's gonna be better than Cruella. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It's it's gonna certainly look and sound a lot you know, yeah. more in your face than Cruella. Yeah. So. For us, this is actually going to be the first time we do premiere. Having oh, okay. six people in our family. Yeah. It's that's better, a great deal. It's better for us to do premiere um, than going to the, to the movie theater. We haven't been to the movie theater. Um, and I don't, I, I, whatever the Marvel was before the pandemic would have probably been the last time we were at the, the theater. So we're not going to miss the, that yeah. aspect of it because that's how we've been watching 
everything for nearly two years now. So yeah. Um, so we'll just drop our thirty and be done with it. And so five bucks a, a person. Yeah, basically right. that's that's great. Right, and eat our own popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> instead of the five dollar popcorn. <laughs> Kids, I'll let you pop too. <laughs> splurge. Wow, big spender. <laughs> it was actually, I think I read somewhere, um, Spider Man. Far from Home was the last Marvel movie. Oh yeah, and it's been two years now. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, I think it was the Pixar. It was Onward because Onward came out. Oh, right? you guys saw that? Yeah, we saw that at the theater. Okay, and that would have been the la- last one. Okay, so because that came out right as things were March. going down. Yeah, yeah, early March, I think of last year. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't even see that in theaters. I we watched that on on uh, Disney Plus. Um, that was a weird one where it like straddled COVID, like yeah, it, like right. people saw it in theaters, COVID dropped, and then everyone else just watched it in April yeah. on Disney yeah. Plus. I was one of those people, but um, yeah, so yeah, that's I'm really excited about Black Widow. I've not watched the recap, but I definitely will be before uh, we're gonna go see it uh, as we're recording this tomorrow night, Thursday. So um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to be one of the first ones to to watch it, and then. Like Premiere Access will drop on Friday, and like I mean, unless you're averse to spending the thirty bucks, I mean, like there's no excuse to not watch it. Like everyone yeah, can, right. can see it, just watch it in yeah. your home. So, um, and I think I I continue to think thirty dollars is just fine for oh, that. Yeah, for like, sure. I, especially if it, if it's for one person, okay, yeah, that's that's a lot of money. But uh, chances are you're almost certainly going to be watching this with friends or family. Um, and once you divvy it up, it's it's probably not that bad. Um, all right, we'll end with uh, what's coming to Disney Plus. Um, I actually want to do what's came to Disney Plus because <laughs> we didn't do an episode last week. I want to kind of catch up on that. Um, so we'll, we'll cover several days here. But um, so Friday, J- July 2nd, if you didn't know, if you haven't been on the channel for a while, um, Mysterious Benedict Society Episode 3, which, by the way, I. Uh, My kids are watching. Are, are our, they watching uh, it? Families. Uh, yeah, they, they like it. I'm not. I'm not following with it. Um, it has a vibe of um, oh my goodness, I'm going blank on 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 the um, it's a book series and series it, of unfortunate yes, events. Yes, it has a vibe oh. like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I watched like two minutes of it um, when we were at the beach last week. I think it was Miller was watching yeah. it, and um, it's, it has like a dark t- mm-hmm. tint to yep. it, like the. I'm talking about the color tone of the show is dark and I love it. Like it looks really cool. Um, the acting looked really solid. Like I was like really impressed. It kind of looks like a film. Um, you know, talking about big shot, you know, thought it was a movie yeah. or whatever. Like I think they're doing that with this show as well. Um, I got to say, I'm pretty interested in the show. Like I just haven't had the time to put it on yet. Um, I might wa- wait for all the episodes to come out or I might jump in halfway, but um, no, it sounds it's YA, but it, I mean, I loved Hunger Games and right. Harry Potter. Like, I it, it sounds like a show like that. So um, I might jump into it. The, the third episode came out last week, and then the the fourth episode is actually out in a couple of days. Um, High School Musical, obviously, episode eight came out last Friday. Uh, Bad Batch, episode ten. There's, I think, only five episodes left uh, or six left in that show. Uh, the Sandlot finally came to Disney Plus. Kind of interesting. Oh. <laughs> um, the original Sandlot movie uh, came, and the Sandlot two, which I don't know if I knew there was a sequel to Sandlot. Yeah. Have either of you guys seen Sandlot two? Uh-huh. No. Okay. Is it is Sandlot two worth watching? 
Uh, it's been a while, and like I said, I, for, I, I forget things. Um, I'm pretty sure our family's seen it. Uh, it's not as good as the original. It's not as, you know, <clears throat> as quotable, but it's still a good family sports baseball movie. Yeah. Came out in 2005, it looks like. Um, it's, I think it's interesting that the tagline on it is the Sandlot two colon the Sandlot continues, <laughs> uh, kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, it's a, a new cast. It's not like a, uh, you know, the, the same kids grown up or unless they're like the parents of these kids or whatever, but looking at the cast, it's all, it's all new people. Um, uh, Mickey Mouse mixed up adventures, um, season one came out last Friday. Uh, I'm sure Jordan will be watching that. <laughs> um, Disney Ravens home. Uh, is this like there's like that's a raven, yeah, that you grew up with? It's the it's raven's spin off show, yep, okay, where raven's now the adult, okay, yeah, so they're they're full house, they're fuller house seen this, yeah, kind of, okay, my boys have seen that on from the Disney Channel side, okay. Um, that, that was it for last Friday. We talked about the Wednesday releases, the stuff that came out today as we're recording this, um, already. The only thing we didn't mention that came out today is a show called Breaking Bobby Jones, Bobby Bobby Bones, sorry. Um, it says Bobby Bones travels across the United States to meet people and perform daring, daring stunts. Um, do you know anything about Bobby Bones? Is he like a, he's a bike, 100.5, the wolf, the DJ, he, is a DJ on a country station. Really? And he's pretty well known. Um, huh. He's been an advisor on American Idol the last couple seasons. Okay. So his name is up and coming. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, that just came out today on Disney+. Plus. Uh, and then I'm moving to Friday, July 9th. Obviously, Black Widow, uh, Premier Access. That'll oh, that's coming $30. out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another episode of High School Musical, another episode of Mysterious Benedict, uh, Bad Match. And then you'll see this a lot in July. I think it's like Shark Week this week or something. I don't. We're getting close. Yeah. Okay. So there's and like. now with National Geographic being apart. <laughs> so there's like five, I'm counting five, like new, like underwater type things. So there's one called Shark Beach with Chris. Chris Hemsworth, which is interesting um, that he's like, it looks like a documentary type thing. Another one called Orca versus Great White. Uh, another one called Rogue Shark uh, from 2018. Another one called When Sharks Attack, which it looks like uh, National Geographic Wild. Um, and then another one called World's Biggest Bull Shark. And like, if, if, uh, if you think that's it for July, you were wrong. <laughs> There's a lot more shark stuff coming like through the entire month of July. It's so funny. I I didn't even know that they're all. I've never been into like Shark Week or anything like that. But there's like a, apparently a lot of shark content out there, and almost all of it's coming to Disney Plus. Apparently, <laughs> well, because almost month. all of it's on National <laughs> Geographic. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so all five of those are coming out on Friday. If you love sharks, this is your week. Um, and then uh, Gordon Ramsay Uncharted, another one. Uh, he's head, headed to Iceland this time. Have you seen any of those? No. Are those? So are those we've seen it. We've seen one or two. He just goes to a new new place and finds interesting things to eat in those new places. Okay. Cool. I, would Iceland be, would be interesting. That would be very native and, and uh, indigenous. Okay. Uh, to that uh, to that place. I bet he's eating some weird stuff. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I uh, have a uh, 
quick anecdote to tell. I have, I have a friend that just went recently went to Peru uh, on a mission trip, and um, almost everyone on the trip um, walked around the corner. They were they were walking down the street in just this open air area, and there was a street vendor selling guinea pig <laughs> from his little cart <laughs> on the side of the road. Um, she did not partake in the guinea pig. Um, <laughs> uh, she's actually a vegetarian. So Rot- rotisserie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spinning around. And she did not partake, but every, almost everyone else did. And everyone that partook got sick. <laughs> they were all facing toilet. <laughs> so. <laughs> so when I went to China, there's something that they told us. Like, if you guys would be here longer, we would just eat from the street vendor. You'd get over it. Yeah. You'd have your you'd have your moment, <laughs> yeah. and then you get over it, and you'd be all right. So yeah, don't eat street vendors. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I might have I might have taken part of the guinea pig just to say I did it, you know. But um, I would definitely would have regretted it later. <laughs> um, Flicka uh, comes out. This is a movie movie i think i've heard mm. about this movie um it's a horse horse movie oh. rancher um but a, a father that is like runs like a horse ranch uh, type of thing um and that comes out friday as well so obviously the big thing uh this weekend being black widow obviously you know listeners of our show are probably going to be jumping into that and like i said we're going to be covering it full with full spoilers and everything uh so you know be sure you watch uh, Black Widow. I know that's hard. Like if you can't go to the theater and don't have the extra 30 bucks laying around, uh, you may just be waiting on this one, wait three months or whatever. I would highly advise maybe not doing that. Come up with the 30 bucks somehow if you can, uh, <laughs> just because um, I, I'm sure that movie's going to get spoiled I'm for you. Like oh, just yeah. avoiding the news for the next three months is going to be your, your task if you don't watch it. So uh, I would jump in, um, then hear us uh, talk about it. You can jump into that conversation uh, on the next episode. Um, Shane, thank you so much for coming thanks, on. The, thanks for letting me be here. This is really this fun. fun. Uh, yeah. We will definitely have you come on again if you're willing. Anytime. Anytime. Um, so, yeah, that was great. Um, do you have anything that you want to point our listeners to, an uh, online resource or Twitter or something? Not really. Um, you can search me up on Facebook. Not really active on Twitter. Uh, I do yeah. have a handle uh, there, but um, but not too active on the inner world right now. So Yeah. Well, um, yeah, well, if you're, if you enjoyed hearing Shane's thoughts, um, on this episode, like I did, we'll have him on again. So you'll get to hear him Sounds um, good. if you can't find him on Facebook. So, um, yeah, so thanks. Thanks again. Um, let us know what you want to hear about on this podcast or send us your own review on something that you've watched on Disney plus. Uh, we love including our listeners in on the show. We had a couple, um, listener mail things that we read on the last uh, episode. You can write to the show Disney plus reviews at hotmail.com. That's P L U S all spelled out Disney plus reviews at hotmail.com. Uh, we will be back in short and short while I'm four days or so. We should have another episode from the time that you're listening to this. So, uh, that'll all be black widow. And we're going to get into that with our friends, uh, Rick Ives, who, um, essentially works for Marvel. Yeah, he's, he's an assistant editor for, for Marvel. And, um, has worked on stuff that you've seen even this year. So, um, I saw always, fun. always fun to have him on. So, yeah. uh, yep. we'll talk Can't to him. Wait, Rick. Yeah. He, he says there's certain things he cannot talk about, but he can, <laughs> he can talk about Black Widow, fortunately for us. So it'd be really hard to have him on the show and then not talk to, about yeah. Black Widow. Oh yeah. By the way, guys, <laughs> thanks. Appreciate it. I can't talk about this. So, um, so thanks for listening and we'll be back, uh, in four days with Rick to talk about Black Widow. Black Widow.